4: Listening to Fox Sports Radio.
3: Hello and welcome inside hour three of the Jason Smith Show with my best friend Mike Harmon. I'll probably smoke some meat. We are live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over ten thousand recommended installers. TireRack.com—the way tire buying should be. The heroics of Dak Prescott. Help the Cowboys buy Geno Smith and the Seahawks. 41-35 is your final. Joining us now on the hotline, nobody better. And I mean nobody better to talk about this game and all the other big stories in the NFL. NFL on Fox, insider extraordinaire, part-time ass model. It is Jay Glazer. Jay, what's happening, bud? Oh, we got Jay. Uh Oh, we had Jay. Maybe he's doing some ass modeling before it comes on. It could be. Yeah, he could be taking the last couple of pictures depending on the pose. I mean, you accidentally bumped the wrong button on your phone. Hang on, got a couple more pictures to take. Take that one. There we go. Take that one. One more. Did, this is my good glute. I have a better glute side than the other. This is my good glute side. This is my bad glute side. Right here. Glute I did side. post a uh, thing. Side. There was a famous Hank, King of the Hill episode where Hank's having a lot of problems, mm-hmm. and it's all because he has a diminished glute. Oh, very good. Yeah. Uh, Jay, we thought that maybe you were finishing up an ass modeling session, and uh, that that's why we it took a couple of seconds to get you.
5: Is that still on my, uh, is on my Instagram page? I don't
3: know. <laughs> Wait, you don't do Is that. It's in annoying? the private media section. Is it still in there? I don't, I don't know. I just I, I just thought you were still doing it.
5: I, well, you know, I I I you know I I kind of closed down my OnlyFans account for that. Oh okay. uh, god. Only, only because Rosie didn't like it, we got a big
3: fight. Like you know, <laughs> that, that basketball player and his wife and all that stuff. So we didn't want to get into it. I would want to see you be on OnlyFans just for you to break a story and have someone to say Jay Glazer on, his, only, the on his OnlyFans. <laughs> yeah, the I broke it in the news? Are you kidding me? I have no idea. No idea. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
5: that would be. <laughs> I'm ne- I'll never forget. I, I don't even know how to say this story on radio. How do I don't, like, possibly say this? But, um, well, I had broken the story about Deflategate when the Patriots were flying in to Arizona for their Super Bowl against the Seahawks. I had broken the story that hey, the NFL actually has video of the, uh, like the, the locker room attendants They're taking the balls and going to the bathroom and all that stuff. And everybody accused me after that. These Patriot fans are going crazy, They're like you intentionally waited for, to know that the Patriots were on a flight. And the truth was, how do I have to say this on the air? There couldn't have been a worse time for me to ever break a story. And yes, it was an OnlyFans type of moment situation. And I couldn't. And I actually said to the young lady I was with, oh, "I got." To I got, I got to break this story. I'm it right now. She's like, uh, why did you hear about deflacate? She goes, no, but the word you're using right now, <laughs> it's about to happen to you.
3: <laughs> That's brilliant.
5: I'm like, did I get away with this? Okay. I don't know. And I remember getting torched by it by the new England media. And, um, and I actually, she had sent a picture while I was on the Arabs breaking the story <laughs> I showed this to certain members of the New England media saying, Does this like look like something I would like it's perfect timing for me to step away from to go break the story? So that's my uh, OnlyFans type story there for you. Breaking oh, the story. It's a different way in of ball, thinking about baseball. And uh, yeah, probably wasn't the smartest story for me to me ever be, but I don't have much of a filter,
3: so Jay, no, that's great. Jay, that's a holiday story everybody can get <laughs> behind.
5: Some, some stories they can't wait. You got to go. Like, you <laughs> they got to go. And I just got my. What happened was I just got my third. You know, I always get three sources on fingers, I just got. Man, the third story just <laughs> came over <It's> the <laughs> worst, worst possible time ever, and I was like, I gotta, I gotta go do this. Like, are you? kidding
3: me right now <laughs> oh yeah. boy jay yeah, i don't yeah. know man that i mean all the stories you have told us over the better part of the last seven eight years yeah. i don't know that that's there's a better one than that i think that's why I, I can write the a story. book off those oh, no, stories funny. i just
5: can't i just there's no way for me to tell those um without getting us all fine
3: so oh, okay right, yeah. <laughs> that's going to be your last book the last book jake laser writes the, you know the the andre agassi <laughs> open where i'm just going to torch everything oh, that's that's your last book that you're going to write
5: you know how many times people try to get me to write a book like into, like what I really know about the NFL? I'm like, Are you guys out of your mind? I'm not looking over my for the rest of my life. No know what? No, He's told I'm
3: those concerned. stories behind the scenes at Ballers, and then they they had to yeah. be cut from air. That's what like- everybody's like, Oh, my gosh, Ballers. That's, I'm like, Ballers is G-rated compared to what really happened. You get me? How nervous so many people were for the Britney book. Hey, the Jay Glazer book is coming out, man. I don't know. I don't know how I'm going to be portraying that. I have no idea.
5: People knew Jay Glazer was coming out with a Jay Glazer book. What really happened is leaked. Jay Glazer
3: wouldn't really be alive much longer. <laughs> Jay, Jay Glazer was disappeared. Which owner somebody, was... Yeah, somebody, yeah, pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the one and only Jay Glazer with us here on Fox Sports Radio. All right, Jay. We watched the Cowboys. Look, one of the best games of the year tonight. Watch the Cowboys beat the Seahawks. Dak Prescott is on a heater of biblical proportions the last six weeks. Is he the MVP right now? Because I, I think it, the MVP is his to lose right now. No.
5: I I Like... There's a team with one loss, and a guy and a quarterback who's playing hurt. And no, no, I, I look. And, what, and here's the problem: when you say this, people go, "Oh, you're hating on Dak." Hell no, I'm not hating on Dak. I've always said Dak is a gangster. Like any Dak, Torayton, to play that position and have that kind of success, to be the quarterback of the Cowboys, there's nothing like it. It's like the quarterback of the Cowboys, like the center fielder for the Yankees, the center for the Lakers, the shortstop for the Red Sox. All wrapped up in one. Like, it's incredible the amount of tension that you get. Um, and, and you know, guys like Aikman and guys like, like Dax just have done it better than, you know, and most at that position. Robert, Roger back, and even for Romo to, you know, to have the success he's had with how much is put on you in that position. But what Jalen Hurts has done, they, they got one loss. So, you know, I think it's hard for me to go against anybody with one loss, um, and also, like, Dallas is, you know, look, I will say, when I say Dak is, like, most improved from a year ago, yeah, absolutely, and I think, and, and you know, Mike McCarthy never talks about himself, ever, but Mike McCarthy, and even Brian Schottenheimer over there, too, have done a lot with Dak's mechanics, and i got to give Dak so much credit, and this is where Jalen Hurts comes into play, too, but Jalen Hurts is so coachable. When you try and coach him about things, he doesn't act like he knows it all. He doesn't push back. He just wants to learn. He just takes it in. Dak is the same way. So here come McCarthy and, and then Brian Schottenheimer. They're like, hey, we're going to start working on your footwork. We're going to start working on these mechanics. You know, after have to tell more left. And they started working on kind of basic things with him, and he is, it's exploded. But you got to think about that. Think of how strong it is for a guy like Dak to say, nah, I – like yes, okay, I need this instead of now I'm good, I'm good. A lot of guys would act like no, I'm good, I'm good. But for a guy like Dak Prescott, and say yeah, I want to be coached, I want to learn more. I'd like to get better mechanics. I'd like to even if it's basic mechanics, if you got a better way for me to redo them, whatever. You know, they've really done an amazing job, and it's such a testament to Dak and a testament to Jalen for those guys to agree. Yes, we want to get coached up, we want to learn, and. um Trust me man, there's that's not every quarterback. Not every quarterback is willing to get coached by their quarterback coach or head coach, their offensive coordinator. You know, a lot of guys come in this league thinking, Hey, what I did in college, man, I I already proved it. I'm talented enough. And that's just not how it is in this league. So both those guys are just done amazing jobs. But I you know, I you know, again, this is not a knock on deck, but the other cat
3: got one loss. So that's kind of the only thing I'm going off. We're going to get to if see him settle so it on the field.
5: If the record's really the other way around, I'd go with that.
3: Sure. And Hurts has been, as you said, playing hurt. We don't that's know how happened. bad that knee is. He's been and hurt. And he's playing hurt. Yep. Yeah. Right? So, yeah, he's been fantastic. Well, we'll get another battle between them on the field. Jay Glazer, our guest, NFL on Fox, Broadcasting Hall of Famer, the Unbreakable Performance Center. His book, Find It on Amazon. Go, it's a nice uh, stocking stuffer uh, to, to give to a friend's family. Uh, if you know someone going through it, please you know, Do, the holidays, evangelize. The holidays
5: are a hard time for people. holidays are a very hard time. And this is when we really need to start – Learn how to open up and talk to our people who, you know, normally, especially dudes, you don't know how to. If you get Unbreakable, my book, Unbreakable, how I turn my depression, anxiety, into motivation, and you can too, you will really it's gonna just give you the words as dudes. And, and even women, a lot of women have taken it and showed their men saying, this is how I feel. I need you to understand this. So just give you words so we can start having this conversation more because these holiday times are really tough for a lot of people. I would love to be able to help out as many people as I can.
3: We always appreciate the tales. We'll talk about the podcast in a minute. Uh, Jay, something you talked about a couple of weeks ago, NFL on Fox, uh, the tenuous uh, hold on his job for Frank Reich. He's been relieved of his duty. Now it's the uh, the Dave Te- David Tepper experience goes to the next iteration. Um, all right, everybody wants to be a head coach in the National Football League. What, do, what, what is the right type of guy to go work for Tepper?
5: Here's the problem. He's going he's gonna to mess it up again. And he's gonna go. I need a guy to work with my young quarterback. No man, you need a guy to, to change your to, to like set a culture in there. That's what you need. You need somebody to set a culture in your place. You look at places like Pittsburgh, culture. Mike Tomlin, even when his offense coordinator is terrible, you got to fire him. Still winning, right? He's never had a losing season. John Harbaugh, they constantly win. Kyle Shanahan sets his culture. Tom McVay, even when they have a losing. He's like, man, he has a certain culture, right? There's a guy, Andy Reid, always has a culture. Nick Sirianni, since he came in there, he's built a culture. You got to build a culture. But I'm sure he's going to go, oh, we need an offensive coach. They already looked at Ben Johnson last year, and Ben Johnson didn't want the job last year. And that's really the guy right now. His offensive coach is out there. But what he needs is a culture guy. But the problem is, and listen, I talked to David Tepper about this at the Super Bowl last year. When Rosie was sitting there with me. And I said, Chris Tepper, I, and I've had to talk with a lot of owners. I said, listen, would you trust the best coaches in this league, the Bill Belichick, the Mike Collins, and the John Harbaugh, and the Andy Reeds, and the Sean McVeigh, would you trust them to run your business? Oh, no, absolutely not, James. Totally different. I said, okay, then why do you think you could make a second-round pick? Why do you think you can jump into personnel? Totally different also. And the, co- the, the owners who don't do that, they succeed. Like, Mr. Rooney doesn't jump in there in Pittsburgh. Right? He just never does it. The The, the owner in, in Baltimore is a stud, he never jumps in there and tells him what to do. Like, you stay out of the way. And the owners who jump in there and, and constantly try and make like draft picks, um, that's when you get in trouble. And David Tepper, he needs to let his football people just do their football stuff. But it's it's, it's hard to do that um, when you have an owner that meddles. And, and he's, he's a meddler.
3: Jay, uh, when it comes to Aaron Rodgers, we'll, we'll end on this one before we get to the podcast. He says anything is possible. We thought his return was going to be sometime at the end of December. He's going to go to practice and practice full and
5: hard. By the way, by the way, by the way I just want to go back to my Tepper story real quick. Oh, yeah, good. At least if I'm going to say it, I'm going to say it all. So, Rosie's standing there with me, and I'm saying said all that to Ms. Tepper. And I said, so, you know, why do you think you can make a second-round pick? And he starts saying, oh, so I should just let my coaches hire whoever they want to hire? I said, I I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about, I'm talking about you making personnel decisions. Like let your football people work 365, make your, your personnel decisions. And he's like, Oh, so I just, just let my coaches just bring in whoever they want. And he's talking about Matt rule, and his coaching staff. And I'm like, Hey dude, no one's about this. And then like, he keeps saying the same thing. And I start getting a little, you know, irritated. And Rosie, Rosie finally is like, Hey, I don't know what's really going on right now, but uh, Jay, let's, let's walk away. And, uh, yeah, it was really nice to meet you. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, oh, my God. I'm, like, literally saying, like, I'm not talking about Matt Rule with his coaching stuff, but that's the problem, is that men, like guys like this, who, yes, when you are so successful in one area of business, doesn't mean you're going to be great in another area. It just doesn't. It doesn't work like that. And, like, we've seen it, the Peter Principle. just because guys is a great coordinator, doesn't mean they are going to be great. Hey, hey, coaches, But just because you can run a hedge fund, doesn't mean you can make a first- or second-round pick or, or dictate tradesman. That's not what you're doing full-time. And I'm sure he would look at it and go, whoever is running my companies, I want them working 365, 24-7 you know, on, on something. And that's who's making that. Well, if you jump in and make those selections, that's not someone who's working 24-7 at it, right? It's someone who's working part-time at it. And that doesn't – it just doesn't make sense. But as an owner, if they're looking to go, hey, I'm, it's my team, I want to get to buy the groceries – um, honestly, it just doesn't work.
3: All right, Jay. Uh, I know, hey, special podcast this week, Unbreakable Mental Health Podcast, near and dear to my heart. You got a Syracuse guy on there with you.
4: Hey, you get he a Syracuse a guy
5: on there more. He was a, he was a kicker. Josh Coleman, yeah. million-dollar Yeah. And, uh, yeah, Josh, he's trained with us at Unbreakable Performance Center for years. But his stories are incredible. You know, what I didn't know is that he crashed and burned early on. I had no idea that he really crashed and burned with everything and had to rebuild himself completely off. Uh, and then even Million Dollar Listing, when he, he, he was told that he got it, um, or, or about it, he didn't know about Hollywood. He like called his mom, like, oh, I got, got this TV show, Million Dollar Listing. When he showed up, he was one of 700 agents <laughs> to show up for <laughs> But he ended up getting it. And he listen, to me, he's been very authentic. He's been a he's solid friend, but there's really a lot of lessons in there to learn. For all entrepreneurs, but also people like, man, really, the secret of success is when when you get knocked out because you will, when you get rejected because you will. I got rejected for eleven years before I finally got my first freaking full time job. When that happens, how are you going to respond? How many times are you going to respond? And he was just it was a it was a great podcast from a guy who's now become a tycoon in, in real estate. And
3: on television. He's on Twitter, at Jay Glazer. You want more on the Unbreakable Mental Health Podcast right there, check it out on Twitter, at Jay Glazer. Buddy, as always, appreciate it. Appreciate the stories. And again, I, I don't know, man. Hey, hey, Ro- Rosie's Rosie, looking at me right now. I am in so much trouble for that first story <laughs> I <told. laughs> Hey, Jay, just tell me where to send Rosie some flowers. We'll take care of it. Uh, see you, buddy. <laughs> Yeah. Thanks, Jay. <laughs> oh, that Jay Glazer story was unbelievable. I mean, in a, in a, in a near decade of stories, that Jay Gla- that story was unbelievable. He's always got another one in the holster. You I'll just never you. know what that, what's next. I'll tell you. <laughs> you know, look, we'll break that down a little bit more coming up next. because there, there, There's a lot of great stuff in that story. Plus, hey, something big off the Thursday night football game that uh, involves Al Michaels in broadcasting. <gasps> Shock! Broadcast. <laughs> next right here, Fox.
0: The iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
3: From BBC Radio 4, Britain's
4: biggest paranormal podcast
0: is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed... (laughs)
3: Mariah Carey spinning records now. I feel like it's Christmas Day night and I'm drinking a an aqua blue drink that looks like it's neon. And I'm excited to be away from my family. Just wait. <laughs> you know, eventually, Tyshirt, you're gonna play my favorite Christmas song of all it's time. It's coming.
6: It's coming. You don't even know what it is. I do know. I, you already know what it is. What is it? I know it? it. What is it? Belichick Christmas.
3: Yeah. Oh, no. Well, that we need to hear every night. We haven't had it's the barking December. dogs yet. What either. do you mean it's not? It's, it's the 30th. Is it the 30th? It's not December. The yeah. 30th. It's not December until tomorrow for us. No, it's December, but of a lot of the country, it's well, December East Coast, right now. yeah. Not for me. How about we celebrate December on the East Coast with Belichick? No. Do <laughs> so you want me to do that tonight? I, I think we should hear it every night. Every I'm kind of waiting day. for a good take. Night. We need to hear it. Wow, Really? Wow. How, about, how about this for a good take? You okay. want to keep your job? Uh, That's hey. all
6: right.
3: I think there's four people here right now. Right now, I mean at this moment, 9 30
6: at night they could do your job. I wouldn't argue that I think actually.
3: <laughs> I think he's been holding a seminar the whole time. I think he's double Played dipping little, uh, and he's getting paid. You know, we were at the we were at the uh, company uh holiday party tonight, and where do you find out the new shift is gonna be doing updates and Engineering the show. Wait, wait, How about class. that. So, Jason, let's
6: do a wife swap. I'll do a take next segment, and you come around the board.
3: And and we're gonna get a couple of old school turntables. <laughs> now, do I have to completely put us on the air?
6: No. Okay. okay. It's like well, you know when your mom's driving your next door. Just hold the steering wheel. You're acting
3: like we're <laughs> on the air right now. <laughs> It's all you, a figment of my imagination. You put Creed on the internet? No, I just opened a Word document, <laughs> and I'm letting him type into it. But I do know your favorite song. Uh, what's my favorite song? It's the EDM remix of Jet Suck, right? Oh, I thought you were going to say the the, the Chewbacca. <laughs> oh, yeah. <exactly. laughs> is a song. That's my wow, That's favorite. a good one. That's, that is a good one. Uh, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Carmen live from the com studios. So we watched the, uh, watched the Cowboys win tonight. Thanks to Jake Glazer for stopping by. And I, I mean it. Check out the podcast. Yeah, so good. After the show is over on iTunes, wherever you listen to podcasts, Jay Glazer told a story about breaking the news on Deflate Gate that you absolutely have to hear. <laughs> you absolutely have to hear it. Uh, I mean, it was in a decade of story, near decade yeah, now. No. that Jay's been coming on, and with. he's been giving us gold. Yes, right. Not just you know, hey, here's yeah. here's what's coming, and here's the the insider view on things. Which we get. And Jay's better than anybody at that, right? Because he doesn't yeah. go with it mm-hmm. till he's triple sourced. Like if it's rock solid. Like yeah. there's there's yeah, no yeah. ambiguity yeah. about it. But we also get the slice of life and all the behind the scenes of how he does his job. And this might be um he might have bared his soul and a little else, more so than ever. The, the, I don't know that there's a better Jay Glazer story than what we heard. Podcasts go up on iTunes iHeartRadio app, wherever you listen to podcasts, it's there. The Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon. Again, it gets posted about 10 minutes a show after the show is over. Jay Glade, it's in the beginning of the interview. You really want to hear it. How he broke the deflate gate story, and it's absolute gold. Uh, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon, live from the tire studios. Meanwhile, another story, because to get away from the game, but stay with the game for tonight, the never ending topic on Thursday nights of the level of excitement, of Al Michaels when it comes to announcing Thursday night football. Sure. Uh he's not sounded as excited as as he is. Yeah, well, look, he was tonight. Tonight was a good game. And now that this gets into the into the story that I want to get into because the topic of Al Michaels and how he's into it, how well he's doing a game has become kind of its own cottage industry. Sure, and you and I don't get to really see it on Thursday nights because we we do the show, but we get to watch games after, watch the highlights, and yeah, we get after, little watch, clips yeah. during the course of a night. And look, and and look, the main thing to know about this, before we get into what Kirk Herbstreet said because that's the big that's the big thing, is uh, is that look, I think if you because listening to Al Michael, some of his calls, if you said Al, here's your call from a touchdown. From a game earlier this year, here's your call from a touchdown in 2010. Here's your call from a touchdown in 2000. You're going to understand that the ones earlier in your career, when you're younger and have more energy, and you're doing sure. okay, they're going to sound better, right? It's it that's just the way it's going to be. So that that's kind of what I don't look at it as a case. Of, oh, a, but that's kind of that's kind of what it's been. Now. For all the criticism that Al Michaels is going to get, now it's time to heap a whole bunch on Kirk Herbstreet. All right. Not because of what he's done during a game, but he did an interview in which he was asked about the criticism of Al Michaels. Now, they've been partners together now for a couple of years, and it's they work okay together. It still seems a little awkward, but you know they've been doing things all right. And Kirk Herbstreet was asked about the games and Al Michaels' performance and a couple of things that Herbstreet said. I think, Al, when he would do Sunday night football or Monday night football, those games were massive. You know you're doing big games, and your voice projects based on the setting that you're in. So this is Kirk Herbstreet saying, hey, in a good atmosphere, a good game, you're excited. These Thursday night games, they're good. They're good atmospheres, but I don't think they're at the level of a Sunday night game or when I'm doing Saturday night games. So I think your voice <laughs> always matches what you're doing. All right? so here's... Here's Kirk Herbstreet saying, hey, you know, some of the games i do Saturday night, energy level is there, so I'm very excited about I'm it. I'm kind of a big deal. Look at me on my Saturday night college football yeah. games. That's really what that was. Now, here's the, here's that was a, a flex. Here's the money quote from, from Herbstreet. I've noticed that Al Michaels is very much like me. When the game warrants excitement, he brings excitement. All right. I'm going to say this. The games are exciting. They may not be as exciting as... Cowboys Washington or Steelers 49ers it may not be a Sunday night game may not be a Monday night game but you know what these Thursday night football games, they're exciting to a lot of people. They mean a lot to the fan bases that are watching. They mean a lot to the fans who take time out to watch a game. They don't want to watch a game where you, well, I don't think, I'm not as interested, so I can't give you a great call. You know what? Just like it's every player's job to play the best he can in every game, I don't think Dak Prescott's walking away going, wow, you got a great performance for me tonight because we were playing the Seahawks. It was a great game, a lot of energy. But we were playing the Cardinals. Yeah, Cardinals, they kind of stink. We didn't really practice that hard. I just couldn't get excited about playing in a game. Can you imagine a player saying that? But this is Kirk Herbstreit saying, hey, when the game when the game is important enough, when the game is excited, then I get excited. Dude, if you can't get excited to do a game, then quit and let somebody else do it. There's many other people that would do everything they could, prepare how much they want to, that would want to give you an A-list broadcast. Because your job is to give us the best broadcast you can. Not to be excited when the moment calls for it. Or, uh, I'm sorry, I'm not excited because it's Jags-Titans. You know what? There's a lot lot of people out there that would give you a great call on Jags-Titans. They would be excited to do the game, and it wouldn't be just, oh, hey, look at what it is. Because you know what it sounds like? He sounds like, and Al Michaels, when he says, it sounds like, guys, you've been doing this too long. You've been doing it too Mm -hmm. long, so stop doing it. Because obviously, you don't have the level of... Of excitement and involvement and investment in the game that you did when you were younger or when it wasn't so brand new to you, right? Everybody gets to a point where I've been doing this for so long, and now you know, yeah, I'm out here, I'm traveling, I'm going to the game, I'm giving you, I'm I'm giving you a solid broadcast. No. Give us the best broadcast you can. I there, there's nights on the show here when we come in. Sometimes we have unbelievable topics that just fall in our laps. Whether it's Aaron Rodgers coming back or the Jets winning or whatever it is, or the Jets sucking. Jets winning? We nah. get, yeah Well, once in a while, uh, you know. And there's other nights where it's hey, there's big things going on, but from a game reaction. But we still do the same show, and we still bring you exciting things to talk about, stuff that we're excited to talk about, because that's our bleeping job. You don't want to listen to us on the radio if we're just saying, hey, you know, the excitement level of the stories doesn't matter. No! We love coming on here every night and doing a show and doing it the best as we can. And the stories that we talk about are exciting. Some stories we don't talk about are because, well, you know what? Eh, that doesn't really float it for us. So we're going to do something that excites us to make sure that we give you four hours of exciting things, things we're opinionated on, things we want to have fun with, whether it's you getting all your money stolen from Mark Cuban. That's your job. And yeah. and, and here's Kirk Herbstreit saying, hey, when the game warrants excitement, we're the same way. he brings excitement. If you can't be excited, don't do it anymore. Let somebody else come do it because you're doing a disservice to what you do for a living, to the games that are on, to the fans that are watching. Because everybody watching... Gives a crap about this game. Nobody watches a game and goes, you know what, this game just so totally sucks, and I'm rooting for bad things happening. Everybody wants excitement. They're excited to watch the game. But no, 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 you can't be bothered because, uh it's Jags-Titans or it's not a game that's exciting. Yeah. No, then quit. Quit and don't do the games. That's what you should be doing. If this is how you really feel, then quit, don't do it. I know you like catching the check. I know you like being a big star, but you're not doing what you should be doing, and you're shorting your industry. Well, he's a big deal on Saturday nights. Didn't you hear that part of it? Do that, then. Just do that. So Just do the, that. The thing that it comes to, and maybe this is my my personal philosophy on this, is that we are, and they are, and broadcasters are, we're selling. Right, We're selling a little bit of ourselves. Right. Our personalities, what we bring, you know, family stories, little anecdotes, the stuff that gets us excited, TV, movies, music, whatever else is a bit of ourselves that go in. And obviously, yes, the analysis and thought to it all. But you're selling, you know, whether we're going to do a, a bit for Progressive or whoever else. There's there's an audience for Al Michaels and for Kirk Street. Guess what? Your job is to sell product, not to just go. Eh, I don't know. There's a uh, third and seven. That's complete. Good for him. Good for him. Hey, Second did you see down that? and nine. You like that? No, your job's uh. to sell the game. Whether uh. it's good, bad, ugly, there should be an excitement for the three outs because that's what you're brought there to do, right? Nobody's there for the the cutaway to you guys in the booth nodding at each other and smiling. The idea is that you're going to be additive to the product on the field. And if you're not excited about it in some way, shape, or form, I might as well turn on music and have the barking dogs holiday, holiday, holiday going. Or the Chewbacca song or Belichick or whatever the hell else you're gonna put on because you're you're doing me a disservice. Now you're taken away from my game experience. Why am I jacked up if these two guys that are cashing six figure checks each week to to cover this game, they don't give a damn. Right? You're part of the product. You're part of the NFL. Yes, you happen to be going through the vessel that is Amazon Prime, but your job is to sell the league. That's what you are there for, right? You're not in death of a salesman. You're not, you know, always be closing. (laughs) Yeah, it's like, you know, we're not going into some some high drama, like have some fun. It's football. They're not always going to be great games tonight. I'm sure they were laughing their asses off and having the grand old time. There's no punts. There's 70 plus points. Oh, my God. The over under was crushed, you know, as we got early into the second half. That's great. Like his comments from that interview. When I read those earlier today, all I had to do is shake my head. It's like, you know what? Just just give the checks away. Then, then don't then don't do it. Go back to your yeah, your, your high it. powered Saturday night thing. You know, be the grand poobah of college football, where everybody goes and kisses your ass and asks your opinion on the rankings and everything else. And, and just leave leave the pros behind. If if this isn't enough juice for you, and if for Al Michaels he's mad because he's no longer our Sunday Sunday night or Monday night, life goes on, man. All right, go go find something else. Go back to watching the Kings games. You could be the next puck dropper after Seth Rogen Whoa. if you want. What's next? Are you guys going to crush him for never eating a vegetable in his life? Yes. I don't care. If you, maybe if he had vegetables, things would be... No, I don't know. I, I don't no. know. Well, I, I mean, understand. you know, no, you, you eat the right vegetables, it's going to help you, your digi- digestive oh, system. that's true. Yeah. That's right? True. I mean, when we're talking about the, the meatitarian diet that he espouses, mm. I mean, you, you you need some roughage in there. Otherwise, you got some problems,
6: buddy. I bet you has parasites we've never seen before, Jason. <laughs>
3: <laughs> parasites,
6: oh, unseen parasites.
3: Look at this! Look at this! It's gonna—they're gonna devour us all. Uh, speaking no, no, no! Of... Not undiscovered is what he's saying. <laughs> speaking of vegetables. A man who also has never had a vegetable before, at least none that I've seen. Steve DeSager. Not true. Who's got what's trending. This week, as a matter of fact. I love the
7: death of a salesman. I had one this week. I had a
3: vegetable this week, as far as you know. Uh,
7: Because there's the quote, I am not a leader of men, Willie, and neither are you. I'm a dollar an hour. Al Michaels is slightly more than a dollar an hour. More like a million dollars a week with this Amazon contract. So, yeah, I couldn't agree more. If you can't get up for that, quit. You're doing us a disservice. He's finally, these last couple of weeks, gotten close to the previous Al Michaels. Tonight's game may have helped, but it shouldn't matter what the game is. And stop complaining about the
3: matchups. You signed up for this. The Jason Smith Show with my best friend Mike Harmon live from the TireRack.com studios. Coming up next, I don't know who's had a worse week than Sports Illustrated. Oh, and it's more than just the AI stuff. Wait till we tell you what happened today. That's next. Fox. Maybe the Jets.
4: Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific.
1: I'm Katya Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico.
6: If I could
3: understand Phil Jackson's emojis, I could tell you where the Knicks are headed, but I can't, so I can't tell you this. Fox Sports Radio. Wow. <laughs> Jim. Jim. The Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. We're personally. Live from the com studios.
6: You've said a lot of fun
3: stuff. I always do. Every night.
6: Yeah, it's not like, good stuff, but it's fun like, stuff. It's like
3: a cornucopia comes out of my mouth.
6: Not hot takes, but yeah. What?
3: Hey, here's, here's a hot take. That's why Mike's here. Here's a hot take. You're fired. Uh, it's hey. been fun. Yeah, all right. Good. See ya. You know right, you don't great. have that authority, right, Jason? Of course I do. No, you don't. Yeah, I do. You're fired, too. Exactly. I'm still go. here. You know what? DeSager? he's fired, too.
6: Check it out. Everybody. Everybody's you gone. You think
3: the Bobs know who Steve DeSager is? <laughs>
6: <laughs> you
3: beat me to it. Like you.
4: like you. Actually, blank you.
7: You're cool. On the weekends, Arnie Spanier is the one who says he's the one with the sole authority. Oh, okay. Right. The sole such power here in the
3: building. Well, anyway, yeah, he's never he in claims the to be in charge. Yes. did he somewhere along the line buy Fox Sports Radio, and none of us were notified? I, no, no. I, I, I no. When you we, get to a certain age,
7: you imagine yourself having a set amount of power that doesn't no, no, no. exist. No,
3: no, no. I can replace all of you with artificial intelligence, and no one would even know. <laughs> oh, they have my, no idea. I think
7: they would know at the end. I would is. have a, I,
3: I would have a robot in the room pressing buttons for Tyshirt. Are you kidding? Yeah, and 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 Nick would, would be twenty and zero right now. <laughs> <laughs> You'd pre-program. Of it. You would press the wrong buttons too. (sighs) Well, if I have to physically have to do it, yeah, I might. Hey, that's... You're ninja turtle that, fingers? Yeah, but that's happened before to dire consequences and folks still have their jobs. <laughs> uh, Valid ex, point, Mike. Exit out of front. Thank, <laughs> Thank you very ex, much. I'm here all night. I'm a Scotland rich history. <laughs> the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon live from the com studios. So, not been the best week for Sports Illustrated. That's uh, a rough one. We had the story earlier this week that they have AI writers. Yeah. Who are writing stories for the for the website? But if it made people not happy, like if it was just about the outdoors, uh, not, not, Jason not a good look. I have a real question coming off the <laughs> SI stuff. <laughs> okay. You sure it's a real question? Are Fabiano's rankings AI? <laughs> 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 Oh, hey. You know what? I will definitely tweet at him with that. You I need th- to ask him. I this. think this is AI Fabiano and, and rankings. Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah. You had a better week last week. Was that you? Uh, <laughs> so, not a great week for Sports Illustrated. And now it continues because they're getting all kinds of heat because they have made Deion Sanders the sports person of the year. Yeah. Deion Sanders, who owned September. Yeah. But Colorado finished four and eight. Coaches are leaving. Players are leaving. Yeah. Players are decommitting. Yeah, he demoted a, a coach, and then he took a job as the head man for San Diego yeah. State. Um, So, Dion sports person of the year. What? Yeah, I, the coach that probably was instrumental to that early success yeah. that I tried to stump for the first every game chance said, I got. Let's talk about Tim Lewis and the game he called on offense. Apparently, Tim Lewis wasn't a yeah. geek because he got demoted, and now, but now he's a head coach. It was actually uh, Richard Lewis. This is actually <laughs> Richard Lewis. Well, is funny that's dude. not bad, and, and it's Sean Lewis. Uh, Tim Lewis is somebody sorry, else. But Richard Lewis is from any, yes. Anything But Love." Yes, wow. So, look at, you look, like that, right? That's yeah. that's. Right. I was going to go Kurt, but sure. Yeah, look at you, love. zagged. Yeah, yeah. Jamie Lee Curtis, sure. Uh, well, no, uh, that's true. But this is this is why it's it's such a bad week because you know I talk about sports, Stonehenge, and programs and teams that meant so much a long time ago, and now. No one really understands why they were relevant, like Indiana basketball, Nebraska football. It's been so long. These teams are relevant. Sports Illustrated now has gotten to that point because you have AI writers, and now you have something that's just done because you can get clicks on it. Not because you really think Deion Sanders is a sports person of the year, but because you know it's... It's controversial, and people are going to talk about it, and that's where Sports Illustrated is. The bastion of journalism for over 60, 70 years in the United States, what Sports Illustrated with the level of respect it has, and now we are reduced to, we have AI writers, and we need hot takes to get clips. Now, I've not uh, been able to read the article you know, summarizing this and discussing it from a friend of the show, Pat Forty, but... I'd be curious, right, the the logic as you flow through and and who are the finalists that were up for discussion, right? Because everybody's got their angle of what they want to go. For the sports year, though, was there anything bigger in the United States? Than Deion Sanders and what that program did for a month, like the way that in resonated September. in September. Yeah, but they thought fell off a cliff right away once they lost two games. Yeah, that's but a how a lot of the other stuff goes. is is a moment, right? It's that's a flash how college point. football goes, though. You're done. It's a month. If he was sports person of September, I would say Deion Sanders is a sports person of Well, you know, the beauty of it is most of it's digitized now. We could create a new magazine cover and name a new sports person of the but year tomorrow. nothing ended well for him. The season didn't end well for him. Yeah, but when it was wise, written, coaches or players. No, players are leaving. He uh, yeah. we're not an ATM. It's it's No, it's in a bad place. We'll have more on this and I more don't believe. reaction to what could have been the game of the year in the NFL on Thursday Night Football. Fox.